Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Surprise, everybody. We have a special holiday treat for you. This week, we are so excited to chat with Emily from She Speaks Bravo. We hope you enjoy this little holiday treat. If you're a Bravo fan, Emily is hilarious. She does voices. She's amazing. You're going to absolutely love this. Um, I'm not a huge Bravo girl, but she's so funny. And her and Troy had me laughing the whole time. (laughs) So listen to She Speaks Bravo for more iconic Bravo content and enjoy. You know what Roni moment doesn't get nearly enough praise? the bra party and it's one of my most favorite scenes of all time so much happens it's so funny so that's what we're talking about today and i have kelly and troy from beyond the blinds they're so funny i have them joining me for this journey and it's a blast So let's get into it. But of course, if you're not already subscribed, get subscribed. And if you're already subscribed, love you mean it. Now, Troy, I know you're a huge Bravo fan, so I knew I could call out any show on any season and you would get it. But... Kelly, I'm most curious, had you seen this episode prior to watching for this? No, it was a first time experience for me. Oh, whoa. Okay. So did you watch any episodes prior to this or did you just watch these episodes? I watched these episodes and then the following episode. Okay. Oh, so you didn't watch anything? I guess it's only the second episode of the of the season, so it's not like it's like in the middle or anything. It's not too bad. Yeah, and I follow a lot of Bravo pages, so yeah. I feel like I kind of understood a lot of the like characters at least. But I was texting Troy some questions during it. Ooh, like what what kind of questions came through? Do you remember Troy? Well, you would ask me about Ramona and Bethany and, like, why mm-hmm. they were being friendly to each other because you thought they hated each other. And, like, Ramona and Bethany's relationship is so interesting. It's one of the most interesting housewives relationships. Valid it's like question. 
It's a good question because they like love each other and they hate each other. And they're, I don't know if I would say that they're frenemies, but it's like they just have always had this really intense up and down. And when they're good, they're great, you know? Well, it's like I feel that Bethany is tight with Ramona based on who she's feuding with Mm -hmm. that season. Because mm, the, yeah. the very next season, they are in a war because mm. Ramona pulls out the like, you know, you did porn early in your career. <sighs> you know, how is your daughter going to feel about that? And then are it's, people approaching her? On the, it's like, yeah, on the schoolyard. <laughs> no, I agree with that. It's a, basically if they're all if they're mad at Luann together, they get along. Yep, exactly. That's how it works. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll just do the, the previously just to just to let everyone know where we are, where we are. Let's take everyone back in time just to get the State of the Union. We have Jules. Jules has been introduced as like the stay-at-home mom who thinks that she should be making ten times what a CEO makes because she's really got a tough life. And Carol and Adam, super strong. They are, you know, it's like so funny. I was like rooting for them back at that time but the more Mm -hmm. i think about adam in like modern day time i'm like adam was adam a piece of shit he was a douche like we he was like a a douchebag like i think now it would be pretty clear to be like oh yeah he was just like a douche but like what he was doing at the time was like so like new like the vegan thing wasn't like a like a big is big of a thing you know now he's just like a douchey vegan chef like you you can clock him immediately like pick and like kind of wanted to be on the show and like Mm-mm. you know something was up there yeah um bethany this is from episode one bethany bringing up dorinda's wasted moment in the hamptons from over the summer she was wasted and slurring and crying and then dorinda being like people make mistakes late at night like that was some dirty warfare of bethany like there was no need for her to bring that up I could tell that, like, over the summer, Bethany saw... Bethany was, like, terrified of Dorinda and John. Like, she clearly, like, had a party at her house in the Hamptons. And Dorinda and John showed up hammered and, like, wouldn't leave. Like, this is just... I'm making this up in my head. Like, wouldn't leave. She wanted them to leave. Dorinda was wasted. And they had to be like, come on, Dorinda. Like, get out of here. And Dorinda thought that she could, like, make that go away. Because in the first episode of the season... Dorinda goes over to Bethany's and when I think Bethany offers her a glass of wine and Dorinda goes, yeah, I haven't been drinking. I haven't been drinking. Can you tell? And Bethany's like, oh, no, no, no. That's not going to be your storyline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. She goes, well, I saw you this summer and you were drinking a lot. Like she says that she's like, you're not going to get away with that. Yeah. With me. OK, so she made a choice to take that bitch down. Plus, to okay. be fair, Dorinda and John, okay. Dorinda wasted. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. Dorinda wasted on her own is a lot. John wasted on his own is a lot. Them as a unit wasted. Like That's let's, a lot. like she gaslit all of us into pretending like John was an acceptable person. Like we were like, you're John is like stop lying, stop making me lie to myself and my eyes and my ears and all of my senses. He makes my whole body recoil. He's revolting. Like, oh my god! Like when he touches her, I'm like get away from Dorinda. Like I don't I want know. them physically a, a part of each other now. Kelly, had you seen John? Like, I'm sure if uh, you must have seen John prior to this, right? 
Yeah, but in later seasons, and my friend was like, oh, that's just Dorinda's ex-boyfriend. I oh. didn't have much of a backstory to John, and I also texted Troy. I was like, are they talking about cocaine openly? Yes, I was like, I is this like the, the first time they talk about it super openly? That is, I think in, in all of Housewives history, actually. I think to to be so, um, like, uh, you know, like blatant yeah. about it. That was the first time. And then Coke kind of became like, Finally. I, I texted, I tell Kelly that Coke is the fifth Sex in the City girl on Housewives of New York. Yep. It's like, yep. it's the, uh, it's the underbelly of every fight. Uh, you know, yep. like there's certain things where you're like, okay, so this was a bad Coke night. Like when they go to um, Turks and Caicos, and um, they now it's all been it's all been brought out. Heather Holla Thompson, her her podcast where she reveals that there was an off camera fight that didn't make it to air between Sonia and Luann about specifically cocaine. Mm-hmm. And I would pay. I would pay $300. That's my max. But I would pay three, <laughs> 300 full dollars to see that fight. Because here's my prediction. My prediction is either Luann is the one that doesn't pay for the Coke or Sonia is. Like, Luann's like, you never pay for the Coke. I always have to pay for the Coke. Oh, that's you, it's Luann. It's Luann, right? Luann's Luann so doesn't cheap. pay for the Coke. She doesn't oh pay my for God. shit, right? And Sonia's like, I always, or Sonia's like, I always have to get us the Coke. I always know the person with the Coke. And I just would love to see what that fight entailed. But they, yeah. they party their fucking asses off. Luann is yeah. a, a, a mooch and doesn't contribute and you know she gets the most <laughs> fucked up yes and she's like the most like wild but doesn't contribute like money wise to the coke pile <laughs> absolutely she does the most she's the hoover of the of the group like she's the one you don't want to give the bag to luann you're like no no luann's taking to the bathroom no <laughs> well heather had also said that she walked in um in turks and Caicos. she walked in to uh, Sonia Morgan with like a Coke plate in front of her giving head to some guy and there was another guy in the room like she was having a threesome and like she opens the door and she's like on her knees and like looks up at Heather like she's like sucking this guy's dick I will and- say that's what sold me on Real Housewives because I fought it Jeez. for a long time and one of my friends my friend Megan was like no Kelly these women party harder than anyone you know, because I tried Beverly Hills, couldn't get into it. And she's like, no, you're from Massachusetts. New York will feel like home. You just gotta watch it. <laughs> New York and will feel like home. In the first episode I ever watched is, I guess Leah's first episode when they get naked in the pool and are throwing tiki torches. And I was like, I'm in, I'm sold. Wow, that was your first episode was Leah? Yeah. That's yeah. disappointing. That's a dark, Intro. That's dark intro. Yeah, that, I'm glad that I'm glad that you stuck with it and and kept going and because she, that was when it got bad. Yeah. Leah, Leah was not a good representative. That's what everyone tells me, and I'm like, well, I still think it's funny. I don't know. Good, because I, I don't mean, know I, the good days. I don't it, know the good days. That's it. That's what it is. Uh, Taglines for this season: Bethany, if you can't handle the truth, you can't handle me. Very Bethany. Very, very Bethany. Bethany. Dorinda's. Diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. Martinis are. 
which is so Dorinda because the the season prior she had gotten way too drunk on martinis and she's so defensive of her drinking that she would like lean into it with this yeah. this like passive aggressive like I don't care that I was too drunk I love it it's like okay like she would try and like put a spin on it like it was one of her quirky cute traits that she's like a violent drunk it's like girl we yeah. don't think that this is like a sweet characteristic no. about you no, no, no one was. Well, me, the problem is, this is the fandom. This is where the toxic fandom comes in. Is that mm-hmm. we like we just glorify the worst moments because we quote them in them. And like Dorinda really mistook all of that as like I yeah. should do it more. Oh, that's and such that, a good way to put it. Yeah, that was her downfall. That is how she just nose dived into the ground, and now we have Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Sonia, unfortunately, she just crushed it. If being Sonya is so wrong, why, why does, does it feel, it feel so, so right? right? That is, to me, top five housewives taglines of all time. Seriously, and it, though. It's just so Sonya. Like, it's so Sonya. <laughs> and they all hated her for it. They were like, damn it, Sonya. God damn it. And she said it like, she said it like a song, too. Yeah. Like, they, oh, they couldn't compete. They couldn't compete. Jules, you know... She was gone too soon, honestly, but a Jew and an Asian walked into a bar. Then they had me. Like, they had me. The very next season, she would have been such a train wreck. I would have loved a camera on her. I really would have. She deserved a... Some housewives just deserve a second chance. And she... That was very, very cruel, I felt. The way that they introduced her. She's the one oh. with the eating disorder. There's like nothing going on in her life aside from the fact that she's this woman with an eating disorder. Yeah. And then they just like casted her off. Like, I don't know. I just felt like that was like a real, it was a real like fumble the ball moment, I feel, on Bravo's Parks. Jules was great. So, Kelly, what, and maybe you don't know, is what happens at the reunion of this season is by that point, her divorce has happened and it is contentious. And I'm talking, if you were to Google <laughs> this mm. divorce, the articles that come up, I mean, there were, she, she, I think she got arrested for yeah. assaulting Michael. That little mm. fucking twerp mm. of a piece of shit. He's horrible, horrible yeah. piece of shit, man. Uh, and so they would have been, all this would have been playing out on camera. So they would have been doing all kinds of amazing things for us to to watch. And I feel like Bethany would have kind of helped her. They would have bonded. They would have mm-hmm. had some sort of a connection. And I feel like Carol could have learned a thing or two about how to, how to handle people with eating disorders because that was not the way, the way she right. handled it. So I think that we could have gotten a lot more out of her. Gone too soon, Jules. Yeah. Uh, Luann with this. I mean, when you when you give Luann a phrase, she will never let it go. I want to crank a screw into my temple. I just oh. go, just say it, just say it, get it over. I know. Like, here we go. Here we go. If you can't be cool, you can't be with the Countess. So she got two. She got two of her phrases. Two of them. If you can't be cool, you can't be with the Countess. Oh, I'm Luann. Like, Luann. I love Luann. I love it's her. okay. And you should, because you know you what? Should. You should. Because okay. she really is. And you know what made me like Luann was the Crappens guys. They do uh, Ben mm. does a great Luann. He made Luann likable. 
But Luann really is the most delusional. I think she's the most delusional housewife of all the franchises. I think that's you, why I like her so much. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And I know yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a housewife connoisseur yeah, the way you fair. guys are. That's fair. Mm -hmm. But yeah. to like watch her, mm -hmm. I saw on TikTok her singing um, Fleetwood Mac yeah. just with her whole heart. I'm like, I love that. Like that makes me happy for her. Yep. No, I get it. I get it. She, I really do think, is the number one least self-aware and delusional housewife. That says there's, a lot. There's an element to her that reminds me of, and I'm like literally not even saying this to be funny. It's almost like drag, because yeah. to be a drag queen, like you have to believe the fantasy and like believe the illusion that you look like this like gorgeous woman. You know what I mean? And Luann believes her delusion. Like, she believes the fantasy. She is a cabaret star, a former yeah. Italian model, and a former countess. Like, that's... You know what I mean? It's like, check, check, check. Like, she she lives in her fantasy. And then we believe it. Yes. Once a countess, always a countess. It's like, literally, no. That's literally yeah. not the truth. But... <laughs> and then when you say that, like, I don't think that's true. She's like, yeah, well... Yeah. And this doesn't absorb it. And you're like, it just bounces off. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, Ramona's is fair. Like a fine wine, I just get better with time. And listen, bitch, we can't take that from you. You drank whatever they drank in um, Death Becomes Her. You don't <laughs> age. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell, but fine. We give that to you. Yes. Um, it is worth noting that Bethany is Censure Apple this season. Of course. There we go. Okay, so Jules in the <laughs> Jules in the morning is she's she's quote making eggs for Michael and making. I'm putting this in quotes for those listening and not watching. Okay, you know that this bitch never does this because then Michael's like, "Where's the coffee?" And she goes, "I don't know how to make coffee. You want me to try?" And I'm like, so don't act like you've ever done this before. <laughs> she puts the eggs in front of him. And then he there's there's barely any eggs on this plate. And then as she's walking up the stairs to take care of the kids, she's like, leave some eggs for me, Michael. And he's like, I mean, I'm almost done. Like, what did you this was us for us to share. You make two egg whites. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very upset about it. Girl, <laughs> girl, I don't. And, and did you make coffee? I, and then she goes, it's fine if I, as long as I try. I'm like, but then she complains about just how difficult it is for her to get these kids ready for school. And like one of them wants to take a jacuzzi. She claims Michael wants sex. I'm like, I doubt that. Yeah. yeah I can't tell that they're, I doubt it. But he, like, he seems so horned up. Real, real interested. Uh, and then they're always late for school anyway. I'm like, I don't really see how stressed out your life is, Jules, but take it. Go ahead. Um, you know, I forgot how weird Jules is, and I mean that yeah, as a compliment. Me too. She's a very eccentric, strange lady in yeah. the way that, like, New York women are just interesting and, like, weird. Yes. And I, I miss that kind of energy on New York, just like a weird, kooky New York lady. And I think that's kind of what they're going for with this new cast mm -hmm. of the new Roni. I feel like that's kind of the vibe they were looking for. Again, yeah. Jules, gone too soon. Gone, gone way too soon. too soon. She could have had all her, she could have had her weird friends brought on, you know, as like the next yeah. season. Like they really missed out. Um, yeah, for sure. This is Bethany's short hair era. She's done like the chop and it's like a personality now. 
you know yeah, what yeah, I yeah. mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but they go to the jeweler, <laughs> the jewelers, and uh, Dorinda shows up sick. You know this is pre-COVID because ain't nobody showing up sick to nothing anymore. <laughs> Except Kenya, when Kenya was sick on Atlanta, and they were like, do you really have, are you really sick? And that just became a whole storyline for Marlo. (laughs) No, but I was like, when she said that she was sick, and then they handed her the champagne, she was like giving air kisses. I was like, God, the PTSD from COVID will never leave us, because that really shook me. I was like, oh my God. I can't. open mouth coughing on people. (laughs) (laughs) I could not handle that. So we know that Bethany's going to do the tailgate chic party in the Hamptons. And Dorinda's like, I'll be staying at Ramona's. I'm a little nervous about John staying there after, you know, after what happened at my party. And they flash back to Ramona giving the most awkward toast where she was (laughs) like, look, if Dorinda's happy, I'm happy. Standing next to John, like standing next to the person. Look, look, I don't like this. If Dorinda's happy, I'm happy. Okay. And they're like, that's not a compliment. She's like, what? How is that not? How is that not good? I don't really understand. (laughs) What is what's the problem? Uh, but I, Bethany starts to fill in the salespeople on the John thing. Like she's like, Dorinda's got this boyfriend who, and I'm like, why are you telling them? Like they don't really need to know. So then Dorinda kind of starts to explain, and and Bethany's like, you don't need, you don't need to you don't need to explain him. I'm like, I feel like she kind of did. I don't know. I feel like that was odd. But then Dorinda has to add in, you know, we have great sex. And out of line. That was the era, though, of her doing that. She was was the era of her. I mean, she really, it was like every chance she got, she was trying to pitch John like he was a startup. It's like. Totally. It's like enough. Like, and if you have to work that hard to get people to think that your boyfriend's just like a normal guy, you're like, you're dating a cast member from Goodfellas. Just get over it and like accept it. And like, we all, we've all accepted it. Like. You have to now accept it, girl. 100%. Like he was a startup. <laughs> like, she's like, she was like, he's the kind of guy where he'll say something to your face, not behind your back. And he'll help you out, blah, 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 blah. It's like, because then when you meet him, you're going to guarantee you're going to dislike him. So remember all these other yeah. things. Um, Carol shows up and I love that Dorinda's like, you're late. And Carol's like, I'm not late for what? Carol's always late. And it always annoyed me about Carol because she was so like unaware and just like I met Carol. She she came into Soho House when I worked at Soho House West Hollywood. And she just was the person you would expect her to be like really flighty and like unaware, Mm -hmm. kind of bitchy. And I was like, I don't like you. Yeah. Okay. So she's always on my list. Just so we know everyone's clear on that. I don't like Carol, this, I forgot that there was this like lunch with Ramona and they flashed to Ramona talking about all of her dates. This is when Ramona's like manically dating because Ramona is now paranoid she's going to be alone. Was Isn't this hilarious? Ramona has still to this day not managed to find a man. And she dates. I mean, she is like, she dates like I've never seen anybody date. Like She's a professional dater. Doesn't that say so much? It says a lot. And she considers herself a professional flirt. Doesn't that say <laughs> so much? <laughs> Dur- this is just the premonition is brilliant. Um, the foretelling. Dorinda's because Bethany says something like, I'm scared. Every time I invest in Ramona, I get burned. And Dorinda, 
You know that's never happened to me in the 20 years I've known her? <laughs> Chef's kiss. Like they Great editing. They couldn't have planned it better. It's like they didn't know at the time when the camera guy captured that and the producers were in that scene. They didn't know. They were like, oh, well, all right, there you go. Then... Um, all right, so at one point, Luann goes over to Sonia. This is kind of a tiny scene, and but this is just to set up that Luann is not cool with Carol <laughs> because Luann came so hard for Carol. Uh, but we got Sonia being like, why does everyone say they don't like John? I love John. Sonia just having really no no good read on anybody. <laughs> Wait, is uh, this when Luann was living there at the time, right, at, the, at Sonia's manor? Kind of, kind of. Like, okay. she... she it's confusing because when she shows up, I feel like Sonia starts to like lecture her on how to like, you can't be bringing guys back here or whatever. And then I think that Luann says something like, well, I'm going to stay somewhere else or something. So I feel like it might've just been for cameras. I, yeah, 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 for sure. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. literally, but like, yeah, sure. For, you know, filming, I'm staying yeah. here. And like, we've had sex in this house at the same time. Right. Drunk. And Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! The, the, the stories those bitches could tell from that townhouse. Oof. Have you ever heard the rumors that um, a lot of people think that Ramona and Sonia used to hook up with Mario together? Oh, like, but I, oh, that Sonia was a third in their relationship, like occasionally. That's like a thing. I just don't know. If, I think Ramona's cool enough to do that. I felt the same way. I don't, that's like very modern. Like, hip. yeah, I don't know. Like. I would like that Ramona would have to be cool. And Ramona was so like weird actually when yeah. one time, one time Mario tried to be kind of sexy with her and she got really weird. So I just, can't imagine, <laughs> I just can't imagine her being cool to be like, yeah, let's bring Sonya in for that. <laughs> yeah. You know what it I seems, mean? It seems weird. But if you go back and watch clips of Ramona and Sonya totally. and Mario together, mm, there's something <laughs> like he likes to hold Sonya's hips and he's, he holds her the way he holds her. It's weird. It's a, it's a thing to, it's worth exploring. I mean, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> um, Carol and Bethany are good friends. Let's get, let's get that together. They've over that. This has only been one season together. They like hung out during the off season and uh, Carol, as we established it, Carol really hates Luann. This is the markings of a bad housewife, not being able to let shit go. Okay? Mm. You got to let shit go and keep it yeah. moving. And if, you're going, and if you're going to be upset about something, give me a, confront, give me a confrontation. She yeah. won't even do a confrontation. Like at the party, which I think you watched, she won't, she won't even talk to Luann. Mm -hmm. Boring. So, Carol, you've got a perfect storyline here. You've it's got true. a feud with Luann that you could give me, and you won't even give it to me. Okay? Yeah. Carol didn't, like, find her housewife's wings until it was too late. Exactly. And she then never she was really... too mad about it. She was mad yeah. that, like, Bethany and her were feuding, and, like, Bethany was getting a better edit. I'm like, I don't even know if Bethany got a better edit. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, like, that, that was her worst season. Yeah. And yeah, I, it's like she she never really fought like a housewife. She didn't do the housewife thing, you know. She like sort of refused it, yes. which is interesting. Yes. Okay, so all that's established. Ramona then calls Bethany to wish her happy birthday, and then she gets very serious and she goes, "So do you think I should tell Dorinda about what my girlfriend said?" 
and then they flash to the lunch that they had had prior and it's this the bit about the big party at the plaza hotel and her girlfriend they all went down to smoke a bunch of them and john was there and john said i like to take a bunch of viagra and do do dorinda for six hours and Bethany clearly is like, absolutely. You should, you should 100% bring that up on camera at this event tonight. You definitely, this is 100% what we are doing because I'm going for Dorinda's relationship this season. That is what I'm doing. And Ramona goes, I'm just going to say, I'd like you to know that John said this about you and then let her deal with it, how she wants to deal with it. I mean, she could say it's inappropriate. She could say, oh, that's just John. It's her choice. But I just think as a close girlfriend, she should know the way he's speaking about her when she's not with him. So it's so evil. It's so evil. And it made me laugh so hard when she said, because it's so Ramona, when she was like, um, She's like, he said he likes to do her all night. He didn't say do, by the way. He said another word for do. Like, yeah, it's like, okay, Ramona, we get it. We we know. He said, fuck. Okay. Okay. He's a much worse word. Much worse word than that. <laughs> so, Ramona. Like, she, Dorinda, like, uh, Dorinda, you're fucked. You are so fucked. Uh, okay, I forgot how much I loved the saleswoman, the bra party saleswoman, Alba. <laughs> yeah. She was so fun. She was fucking into it. Like, she was ready to sell these bras and talk about <laughs> these bras. She did not think that, like, anything would go down. So she thought that the bras were the show. So yeah. she's committed. Um, Jules arrives. Ram- Ramona, when she shows up, she gets in the elevator, hits no buttons, <laughs> stares at it, and it's like, it's not going. It won't it's go. Not, it won't go. It won't go. It won't go. And then it just, like, shuts on its own. Like, she was just <laughs> taken somewhere in the building. <laughs> I want to know, like, how many floors she stopped at <laughs> and, like, complained to someone. Like, whoever got in was like, I want to go to 15th. And they were like... <laughs> they're like you're in the basement so that's really weird (laughs) so Ramona knows Jules so she's got like a thing with Jules Um, Bethany of course she walks in she's like oh I had a party here oh I know this guest and Dorinda like Dorinda's so competitive she's like oh (laughs) Bethany and I have this game where we play anything you could do I could do better and of course Bethany's like we don't so I'm not playing that with you girl (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Um, Carol loves to arrive very like too good, too cool for school. She's like, oh hey, here's me in my like little leather pants or whatever leather shorts. And Ramona introduces the skinny girls. Skinny meets skinny, and they have like a whole skinny off. Like who's skinnier? I will say that was bizarre to watch as someone who's never seen this before. And they were like, we shouldn't shame people for being skinny. We should shame people for being obese. There's an obesity issue. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Different times, right? It was so crazy. It, it was is weird because it wasn't even that long. It's yeah, like not even that long ago, but like mentally we were like in another universe. Like what? Where it's were so we? Uh, yeah. Poor Jules, and also man. crazy looking back because Jules was in recovery for an eating disorder, but even she's like, whatever, we're both saying we're skinny. How's that a bad thing? You know, I'm like, God, wow, we really, you, who were, who was your doctor, Jules? Like, we, t- you need a new one. Like, all of it was bad. Yeah. All of it was wrong. Yeah. Um, so Dorinda's like, okay, here's the, here's the rundown for the bra party. And Alba's like, I'm ready. This is it. Here we go. But of course, like, 
this isn't going great. Bethany announces though that it's her birthday and historically they had it hasn't gone so well and I forgot about her crying tragically in the bathroom at the party that was thrown this was the Bethany spinoff like the Bethany ever after where she literally is sobbing because it's too much attention like and Jason that is, is the only thing Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. I forgot how psychotic Jason Hobby was when they showed... That they, that mannequin that he set up in the room with her face on it, wearing a skinny girl apron, like he, holding a bottle. I was like, "What in God's name? Like, for what her is going birthday? on?" That man, the Ew. Jason PTSD. I'll never get over. I'll never be the same. He had crazy eyes from day one. Crazy eyes, dude. He's always my ex- ex- uh like. Like the nice guy, like that, like cliche of like the nice guy is always like like Loki's psycho. That's him. That's Ugh. him. Yeah. Dorinda brings up that she ran into Luann, and Luann's like, "I'll see you this weekend." And Bethany hadn't even invited her yet, but she's like, "I will be at Bethany's party." And Carol's like, "You tell Luann, I don't want to be around her." And Ramona's like, "I thought we made a list of pros. That they're doing a pros and cons <laughs> for Luann, like." Has a house in the Hamptons, has a boat or whatever. Ramona goes, uh, she's elegant and classy. <laughs> and there's Claire Carol's like, girl. Yeah, <laughs> elegant and classy when? And, and Carol then thinks she can casually do this to Ramona. She's like, you weren't even listening, honey. You were so busy talking about your kitchen and your drapes. And Ramona goes, actually... Actually, you said something that really kind of upset me. And Carol's like, uh-oh, when it starts with actually. And Ramona goes, because you know what? You didn't you didn't show that you cared about me all summer long. And you're more concerned about what questions I ask you at lunch. When what I went through, what I went through, and then she just goes off because she was going through a divorce. I'm having a major crisis in my life, and I'm supposed to check in with you? I'm going through a fucking divorce with my husband. She said she's trying to save her fucking life. I'm trying to save my fucking life, Carol. 
The bangs were going. The bangs were going. And Carol's, and then Carol even has to go. Okay, back it up. Like she looks scared. Carol's like, yeah. Okay, we need to, we need to chill it out. And I love Dorinda's solution is that the two of them should just not hang out. She goes, I think you have, because Dorinda, by the way, is already clearly drunk because the slurring's already happening. You should just hang out on the east side. You should hang out downtown. Just leave each other alone completely. And Bethany goes, and she goes, and Dorinda says, let's not pretend. And somehow. Some way, Bethany goes, this is a good segue. She goes, oh, let's not pretend. And I was like, wow, that's how she leads into this? I didn't really remember how it happened, but that was her lead in. It was clunky for Bethany. It really was. Yeah. Did she need a segue? I didn't think she did. I thought she could have just like brought it up like, okay, I've been wanting to talk to you about something. But she like kind of twisted that. And there's this weird thing that happens too when that like when the housewives bombard each other like that, the one that's getting it, you can literally see in their face when they realize, oh fuck. Yep. They're all about to get me, gal. Yep. They all plan to get me. And you can see Dorinda's like it was going. She was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like this is all a ruse. They're all gonna come after me. And it happened. It was sad. It was sad. And so then, Bethany, there's something going on with your representation of the John situation. And she go, and she doesn't, she did not see it coming. She goes, no, there's not. And then she looks to Ramona, did you say that? <laughs> and Ramona's face, she goes, <laughs> she just, <her> eye. <laughs> she, she just, and she's also trying to, she was just bawling out Carol too. So she has to like sit in a very like stoic position with her legs crossed and her hands. She's like, mm-hmm, I'm going to stay calm. And so then Bethany gives the example of what happened at the jewelry store where like she was selling John to the salespeople. Then the summer nights, uh, Hampton summer nights thing. John was pitching a business idea after Dorinda had walked out. Jules, Jules is ride or die. I gotta give Jules props. She, that bitch is new. That Hell bitch yeah. is new. And she said, okay, but like, you know, Bethany, you're like a business person, you know, and like, you know, she, he's just trying to like maybe get your advice on things. And so, but <laughs> I'll tell John not to do that if it makes you uncomfortable. And then she starts ramping up. He's a nice guy. If he crossed over a line, I will certainly have him apologize to you. And I will certainly, like, girl. So are we going to stop that right now? But then Bethany doesn't shy off of this. Bethany goes to, I think you're selling John to us. And this has to be one of the best lines. Guess what, Bethany Frankel? You're not the word according to John. I get to do what I want to do. And what the fuck, Ramona? I have something to add. Uh, For sharing? (laughs) What? I mean, if we're being truthful? (laughs) I mean... That that is honestly one of the most iconic house New York housewives moments when Bethany says abort abort <laughs> and she just keeps going oh my god and it's like and you you know that it's like she's doing it because she got the okay yes. earlier from Bethany that I should embarrass Dorinda like this is the night we should do this Ugh, perfection it's, but oh, <laughs> the way she says I don't want you to get upset with me but since we're letting it all out. Uh, remember that party they had at the plaza? Okay, well, he went downstairs and he was in front of a bunch of people and he says he does a lot of Viagra and does you for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can 
I say both of your Ramona impressions kill me? I know I don't have much to add as a guest, but I feel like I'm learning so much from both of you. Thank you both for just like letting me sit here. Troy, I like your Ramona so much. Your Ramona's <laughs> no, yours really is, good. Yours is nuanced. I like, I like, <laughs> I like yours a lot better actually. So feel, please feel free to jump in whenever. But okay, so Duran is like, thank you for jumping on the bandwagon. You know how Ramona doesn't know like phrases? Like she always gets phrases wrong. I feel like she didn't fully understand, doesn't know what that means. She's like, I'm not jumping yeah. on the bandwagon. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what that means. Cause she never gets phrases right. <laughs> She's like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon. Okay. It was a way, genuine look of confusion. Yeah, she's like, what's a she's like a wand baggin? Like she doesn't actually <laughs> know what that is. But then Dorinda, the way she changes here, and she goes, like her whole like Dorinda the demon comes yeah. out where she like lets her know. Yeah. And it I think it all like processes what's just happened mm -hmm. where she realizes that what she's just done is for the cameras yeah. for the show for a moment and it's at her expense and the way yes. she, then talk to me separately about it and then the veins pop out of her neck do you hear me and carol has to go she hears you <laughs> you know that when dorinda's head turns to the left and her fingers cone, when she's talking to you with coned fingers pointing in your face, it's- You need to run. You're done. You are done. You consider yourself dead. You, it, and then, do you, you, as your friend for 20 years, you talk to me about it separately. And then Ramona goes, you don't have to raise your voice. <laughs> suddenly, Ramona, oh, suddenly- She's oh. demure. You know, she really goes demure. Like when she, yeah. she switches that up real quick. You don't have to raise your voice. Oh yeah, Ramona will give you damsel when she needs to. Oh, excuse me. I mean, <laughs> oh my word. And Dorinda uh, only had valid points, by the way. Like, uh, there was nothing that anybody could say, and I feel like Mar Ramona was like stammering over her words because she was right. Like, girl, mm -hmm. we've been hanging out all week. I just had lunch at your house. What yesterday? Yeah. And you were planning this behind my back while we were like, you know, eating could have brought it up there. Room. Yeah. It's so could've shady. Could have had a scene there actually. That could have been a scene, but now you did it yeah. at this bra party? Girl. Yeah. It's so messy. So messy. Um, Meanwhile, the salespeople, they're like, I don't even need to see your bras. I just want to, <laughs> I can look at you and know. And everyone's like, now's not the time. Yeah. Now's not the time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Bethany go. Bethany's like, because I think Dorinda says something like, "Stop the bullshit." And Bethany's like, "You stop your bullshit and stop pretending that you two don't party to until all hours of the night." And I thought, now what the fuck? Okay, here we go. Right. And Bethany goes, "I've seen it. Don't do it. You want to walk into the den? Don't poke a bear in the zoo. You guys get fucked up beyond repair. You had to be carried out of my house." Dorinda goes, I left because I felt insulted, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Bitch, you know you don't remember that correctly, okay? Dorinda, come and you on. Know she always feels insulted. Like, Dorinda always feels insulted, and nothing was even said to her. So she was like, I, like, she was like, how dare you? And, like, no one was even talking to her. And, like, you've been wasted enough times on the show now that we know that that, ha like, 
we know what that whole moment looked like even mm-hmm. we, we can hear it i can see it i can smell it i can taste it like i know it happened in her confessional she goes oh my god we had a lot of fun 911 yeah. wasn't called and we all left with our clothes on and i'm like are these the, are these the standards like if those things don't happen it's okay this is like john didn't grope any of my friends we had a good night uh dorinda's like i would never bring up something about mario and you cross the line and it changes things and we realize now that what this is like this is the end of that friendship as we knew it and so that's the end of that episode but we'll go right into the next one because it starts with my favorite thing you could ever see housewives smoking they're smoking these cigs the jewels and dorinda are smoking it's isn't it good why is it so good i don't know but it is like you're seeing something that you shouldn't be allowed to see yeah because it's usually like it's because they're capturing it like through the lobby windows so like you can't fully see it and you're like oh they smoke yeah. i'm like i don't know why it's yeah. so good and they come back in they're like trying on some bras and uh, i do like when bethany's trying on the bra and alba's giving it to her she's like you see it, it it's a convertible strap and it's a halter and she's like okay i'll do it for you alba i'll do it for you yeah yeah <laughs> But do you see she, like, bursts right into Dorinda's room? And, like, d- but she kind of, like, turns around, like, sorry. Like, Dorinda was clearly, like, topless, tits out. And then she's, like, sorry. But, like, you know that's what happened there. You know that's what happened. And she's trying to be, like, you should be more mad at me, not at Ramona. But Dorinda's, like, I'll be fucking mad at Ramona if I need to be mad at Ramona. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Ramona can handle it. Ramona deserves it, too. <laughs> like. Yes. Because Bethany also knows that she slightly encouraged all this. She kind of, she yeah. knows that she gave her the green light. Like, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, some friends talking. You know, you totally should do that. And, and then, this is why Bethany was always the best self-producer. Bethany was so good at producing this goddamn show and creating yes. the narration and the storylines and where it's going to go. She was the best. And it sucks because she did, like, we, we see all the complaints of the other housewives. I get it. Like, whenever they totally. complain about how she did that, I'm like, fair. However, it was really good, you guys. It was great. I'm it was your really best years. I'm so sorry, but whenever sorry. she was on, it was really, really good. Yeah. Cut to Bethany coaching Ramona on how to apologize. And Ramona, like, rehearsing. She's like, listen, Dorinda, I'm really sorry, okay? You know? <laughs> I should have said that. Oh, I'm really? Okay, I got it. Okay. Gonna, hey, Dor- okay. And then she literally goes over there and is like, Dorinda, I shouldn't have said what I said, okay? I'm really, really sorry. And then she, like, walks out. And then she just, like, sits on a chair that's, like, right around the corner of, like, the staircase. Just, like, sits down on a chair. Ramona's so awkward. <laughs> She's so socially inept. I'm obsessed with her. It's so bad. Uh, so Carol leaves for her date night, and um, Ramona leaves because there's cute guys at the bar. She literally says, I had, like, I had to list. She goes, there's cute guys at the bar. I'm going to go downstairs. And takes off. <laughs> Which, I gotta say, great move, you know? You, you fucked up the whole party. I would leave, too. And, of course, Dorinda's like, fuck you. you will not, I will not be a guest at Ramona's house this weekend. She goes, I'm very mafia like that. I live by the sword I die by. You think I'm going to wake up in her bed this weekend and eat at her table? Oh, God, I love her. Oh, and my he goes, God. All right, we're not in Goodfellas, which is also <laughs> a great response. Okay, here we go. We ramp up. Dorinda calls John to see if he's picking her up on speaker, which was bold 
Okay. It was bold. Real? That was a bold, yeah. Why? And as soon as she, tell any bitch that talks smack and she takes them off speaker so fast. <sighs> yeah. And so Bethany's like, what is he, a swami? And now you know Dorinda's hammered because she hangs up the phone and she's like, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, tell any bitch. Da, 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 da. I'm like, was that supposed to give us information, Dorinda? Because those weren't words. Was that then, supposed to make it better of what we heard? Right. We gathered that much. We could have put that together. Right. John calls again and Dorinda goes, don't you dare come upstairs. I don't want that. So now it's like a shark is like coming closer and you're just like, oh no. Bethany's confessional is iconic in my opinion. She goes, those bitches better not be talking about me. I'm going, who's the rat? Is it the bra lady? (laughs) That is iconic. I forgot about that. <laughs> Who's the who rat? Is the, who is no, the rat? No, but though? honestly, is honestly, it the, is it one of the producers? I wonder, because like, so Carol, the next day when like they, you know, when Bethany calls Carol, she's like, when I was leaving, I saw John coming in, and so you know they have to. I'm, I'm wondering if he was mic'd up. I can't. I didn't even yeah. think to check. So I'm like, who did tell? Somebody had to. Maybe it was. I feel like my guess is Jules. I was gonna say yeah. Jules. Just because later in the episode, she talks about how loyal, or one of them says how loyal Jules yeah. is. I'm voting yeah. Jules. I'm going Jules. Jules thought she was being funny. Like, oh my God, they're all talking <laughs> all this shit about you. Jules, you did it. This so- is like another one of those moments too in Housewives where like they're fighting about production and like filming, but like they can't say it. That happens on Bravo like too much. Basically all the time. Where it's like they're fighting. Like, she actually doesn't want John on camera. Yeah. But, like, she can't say that. So she has to say, don't come. You know, it's like a whole thing. Yes. John enters, and there's like a man kind of right behind him who kind of st- who stands there. And I'm like, is this like security? I just, yeah. I need to know so many details about the makings of this. And he walks in, he goes, So, how was your little bra party? Is everyone behaving tonight? Ooh. And Bethany goes, you're a little lit up tonight. And okay. I mean, right there, you're like, what the fuck? She doesn't give a shit. She's going to say what she's going to say it. She's going to say it. Uh-huh. And and then right away he goes, so, you know, my friend Sam, huh? And he's slurring. He goes, I heard you took his name. Dorinda, I'm going home. <laughs> and then Bethany, no, let's do this. You do this. Let's do this. And John goes, how was your night, by the way? And Bethany, all right, with your Snoopy scarf, it's hard to take you seriously. And then, and then uh, Bethany, uh, and so Bethany goes, okay, so your friend, the skinny cow thing, he sold that brand. A company called Nestle owns that brand. And then John's like, all right, well, I didn't know about all that, which is like, don't (laughs) idiot. So Dorinda's like trying to get him to stop. But here's my, here's my favorite part is Dorinda comes over to be like, you both have broken my heart. You both have broken my heart. And then. The way Bethany like stands up and goes, "Don't come in and talk about my business. my business." That is so iconic. Dorinda switches and she's like, "Don't do that, John. Don't talk about her business, John. Don't do that." I'm like, "Did yeah. you not realize that's what he did right off the top? Like, she's so drunk, she doesn't actually know what the chaos is that's happening." And then John switches, "Hey, baby, I came to see you." I like. Ooh, the- he's such a brute. He's. 
gross. <laughs> He's sweaty and is just there's nothing about this man that's attractive. And he's like so red. His oh, face yeah. is redder than my sweatshirt. Like just, just like this red face. To the surface. Yeah, like wrecking ball walking into this bra party. He I was shocked. I for one was shocked. I for one. <laughs> I for one was shocked by this man. <laughs> oh. Honestly, it's so funny when the guys I mean, even though obviously they never got married, but like the husbands, the boyfriends, um, when they try to like be housewives, like some of them will like, like there are some husbands that will spend the whole season like a Joe Gorga, like he is a housewife, you know, he basically holds a fruit. But then there's like moments like with John where he like will dabble in like beat like joining the gals and their messiness and it's just so clunky and yeah it's like you re- you really thought you were walking up the stairs with like the like the mic drop of the season and it was a absolute flop you stole that name what <laughs> that was your that was your move that was it that was it he was like i'm about to steal the reunion here we go and he's just making no sense so but so then bethany goes no that's fine that's fine let's back that shit up couple what do we want to do a couple of rails and then you see him pop he goes what do you mean what, what are you talking about you want to blow some lines and talk this story through and he goes yeah you break it up <gasps> oh my god listen I'm just, I'm just happy they kept it in because they would like wouldn't that have been cut they would have cut absolutely that. Absolutely. And it would have been some like bonus scene yes. or something. Yeah. But yes. they wanted it in because they wanted it addressed later because then they at the reunion they could talk about it. Yeah. And then and honestly at the, at the reunion, that's when Sonia goes, Everyone knows you do drugs. <laughs> to is like, that's not true. And she's like, What are you guys talking about? But honestly, like her partying had become so much a part of her like narration. And her and John's, like, sloppy nights. I feel like it was the show's way of being, like, listen, we have hours of footage of you guys coked out of your fucking minds and wasted. And this is our way of being, of, like, addressing it in a way that's, like, appropriate, I guess. Because we could ruin your lives. Right? We could ruin your lives. Like, we've got you, we've got you doing drug deals on audio. Like, please. Yeah. Okay. Like, we've got plenty of bathroom audio. Like, stop. Yes. Very that. Uh, At one point, John, she's, John's like, we love each other. And you don't know what love is about because you don't know what love is. Oh, Dorinda, you've both broken my heart. You're done. You've both broken my heart. Dorinda's just trash. It's a mess. She can't get him out. Uh, she's like running from him. He's like trying to grab her. She will get out, get out. Ugh. Somehow Jules convinces him to go outside. And they're just fighting. And, and Jules goes, okay, one person has to be the stable one. <laughs> because neither of them are. <laughs> John Jules. is now shouting things from the hallway. He keeps like pu- like saying like I want to go, like shouting things from the hallway. Come on, I want to go say goodbye. Let's go. Thinking he's doing something. So Jules is out there like trying to talk to him and calm him down, and he's like she's jealous because she can't even hold down a relationship. And Jules goes, "Okay, okay, okay, but don't give them the ammo." And he goes, "Did I give them ammo?" <laughs> well, um and it's like, are you a fan of this show or something? Yeah. 
Ready? What are you talking about? She can't hold down a relationship and nobody's ever loved her. What did How you did watch? You, what, did you watch all of the show? Have you been yeah. season one? Did you, did you see season two or something? Seems what are you talking like, about? Seems John? like you know all about it. Yeah. Um. All right. So Dorinda leaves and all she wants to do is go home and cry. It's interesting because her confessional, she's like, you expect, I guess when I first watched, I expected her to say, I'm done with John. But instead, she says, I want nothing to do with these women. And I want nothing to do with John, really. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So right away, she's she just wants to nothing to do with these women because they're calling around on this. So you kind of yeah. know it's not going to go the way Bethany thinks it will. Yeah. And it doesn't. It doesn't. But Jules is like, whatever, it makes Dorinda happy. And so the next day, it's just everybody kind of catching each other up on what happened and Ramona coming over the way Ramona reads the text (laughs) she's like "Uh, Ramona I loved you you are my happy place (laughs) and the weird thing is it's like that wasn't even really that serious but Bethany's like oh my god she's like I know I'm gonna cry (laughs) yeah I love that part I know it's gonna make me cry it's gonna make me cry that did make me really sad Dorinda has a way of getting in my feels she dorinda has a way of making me emotional and when she said that i did get really sad when she was like ramona was my safe space she's never done anything like this to me she was in her confessional yeah that killed me yeah the way she like killed me her the way she cried about that oh i agree no she i agree (laughs) no then they call jules though to try to get jules to weigh in (laughs) Jules had a very hard time with that. They're like, she's like, I was trying to tell Ramona, like, how insane wasn't a scale of one to ten? Jules is like, uh, God, like, um, uh, like, what do you mean? Like a, like a, and Beth is like, okay, don't hurt yourself. Yeah. She's like, like a Richter scale? Like, what what kind of scale do you mean? Like, uh, what are we scaling? Uh, uh." (laughs) I can't figure it out. I'm really freaked out. It's like, never mind, never mind. And and then Bethany's, Bethany's like, I'm surprised you're not more upset. Like, if someone came and screamed in your face like that, I would take my fist and punch them in the face. And Jules is like, wait, wait, what do you mean? Like, if, like, if Michael said that to, no, if anybody, oh Jesus never mind she's like okay English is like a second language to this person like forget it <laughs> like girl we're trying to make you a housewife here yeah we are working with you we're okay? working with you babe we are feeding you lines at this point <laughs> they practically were they were like yeah. and then this no okay we're trying to give you the follow up day conversation on the phone we didn't have to call yeah. you on speaker bitch we didn't have to Right. even when they were trying to explain the scale they were like well one out of ten how bad was it and she's like, what do you mean out of 10? And they're like, does she even know how to count to 10? Jules like, I don't is know so how weird. else to explain out of 10. Like 10 And then she was just like, I guess an eight. <laughs> Did she actually give know. a number? I didn't even hear her. She gave an eight. She I do remember an, her oh, saying I'm eight. glad she committed to a number. <laughs> yes, but Jules still, she didn't seem to really understand what the number meant. But she did say, she was like, okay, an eight. She's such well, a weirdo. I love you, her. When you actually see their Hamptons home, I'm shocked they let anybody film in this house. This Why do you house, think that is? Why? I don't know. Like they could have easily rented a, a Hamptons house for the you know for filming and been like, hey, this is where we live temporarily while our other Hamptons house is under construction. Plumping camping. This is not a house you should show on TV. Because even like when they, even the house, even the parts of the house that were done, I'm like, what is this? 
It was odd. And then how long did she say that they had been working on it? Didn't she say a couple of years? It was I like, might be making that up. No, it was like a it was like a really long time, like more than a couple. Like she's like, there's no budget. Like we have an idea, we like we'll do something else, and we just keep going. It's never ending. I'm like, wait, who? I wonder who got that house in the divorce. Oh God! Oh my Lord! Right? Who wanted that, that? nightmare? Good God! That pool. Oh, that pool! The indoor pool. I mean, that pool was huge. Massive. It was like it looked like a Lowe's, like an unfinished Lowe's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like unreal. Yeah, they like it's just very bad. They do this like quick Shabbat that's so unhinged and like just again, I'm pretty sure that's for cameras. Like I feel yeah. like it was very much like we're that good of Jews that we do this. Yeah. Um and so Dorinda and John arrive and this is where we really figure out like Dorinda is doubling down on John. You're not nice to John. We're done. I'm like fuck. What the hell would it take? Like if how insane is that dynamic to be like, how do you even talk through that conversation with your boyfriend? Like, okay, you just came in to this party. All of this has been captured on camera. Uh, you're not going to do it again, right? Like, I, I don't even know if she said that. I don't know. To me, it's like the thing with Dorinda is like, she kind of reminds me of Luann in that sense where she can just go into this like, to the state of, disassociation I was gonna say from, disassociation yep you know from like reality yeah and like just create her own kind of no like this is happening no this is happening not that like it's wild the way she can just compartmentalize her stuff with John and it's like you're defending this guy violently and then he shows up and does the exact thing that, that everybody saying. is saying that he does I, because it's like they're the bad guys and it's yeah. like fair Ramona's the bad guy absolutely but at least with Bethany it's like he that man came in and fucked some shit up with Bethany yeah yeah okay so they get to the, they get to this dinner and Dorinda the way she shows up she goes I'm here I showed up as if they're <laughs> <laughs> like as if like that alone they're supposed to be like which, the, like, Bethany is expecting her to walk in like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And Bethany does, like, the, are you guys okay? Like, with you and Ramona. And Dorinda can't even look at her. And Dorinda's like, I'm very modest about sex stuff and would never say anything like, I get banged. And Ramona's like, I never said you got banged. <laughs> okay, Ramona, you need to, do don't do semantics right now. I need you to, I need you to laugh. <laughs> I said, and then she goes, I said, John. And then she kind of trails off, realizing that she kind of did say that. She's like, I said, John bangs you. Okay, I did say that. <laughs> so I said bangs all night. Mm. Oh, damn it. Okay, huh. fair. You got me there. But also, uh, is that true about Dorinda? That, like, she doesn't? Because I feel like in later seasons, at least the ones that I've seen, Dorinda says whatever the fuck Dorinda is, like, I don't even Good think question. she knows what she's saying. Good yeah. question. Because actually the very next season, she talks about how she forgot. Remember they go to some snowy vacation, like a day trip to Vermont or something, not mm. day trip. And she says the reason she forgets her luggage is because she had a little sex with John and then got right in the car and drove to Vermont. <laughs> yeah. 
So great question. <laughs> no, that's that is incorrect, Kelly. Good point. <laughs> Glad I can be of some service here. See? <laughs> I know. Sorry, we are just dominating this. So no, like I said, like I'm having a blast just listening to the both of you. So. <laughs> just happy to be here. This is truly, it's my happy place, unfortunately. It's like, what I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I love it. No, this is perfect. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Dorinda makes a good point, though. She goes, John, I just can't imagine John admitting that he does Viagra. That I do think is kind of fair. Yeah. I don't picture John admitting he takes Viagra. That, yeah, fair on but, that. One. But can't you picture him saying it when he's like really fucked up? Actually, yeah, good point. Because he wants to brag about how he does her for six hours. Yeah, I could see it as like sometimes I take Viagra because she wants it for six hours. Like they're or turning like it on her after we do coke and like oh I need to oh there we go got it. Ew. Yeah. Sorry, Dura. Ew. I know. I just got <laughs> such visual. Um, Bethany goes, I think you should check yourself. I really do. Do you know? Do you, re- do you know what really happened that night? Dorinda does this all the time. She goes, Oh, now here we go. It's like, do I don't think she does know actually. This is this is true. I don't Dorinda does not remember it. She goes, if you don't have something nice to say about John, then don't say it at all. How about that? Proof that Dorinda does not remember what happened that night. 1000%. And honestly, it just, it's sad because it's like seeing her slow downfall. It's like the beginning stages of it because she just can't take any accountability. And that's Dorinda's biggest like weakness as a housewife. Yes. She doesn't take any account. She literally will take accountability for nothing. And if she does, it's like some blanket apology that's just supposed to fix everything let's forget about it let's move on it's a new day it's tomorrow i hate that and it's annoying because it's about her drinking yeah it's like it's like you know who else does that um uh what's her face on um orange county shannon bedore yes it's like when it when it's someone so defensive over their drinking that's so clearly problematic it's like okay this gets old Okay, because Dorinda, it's okay. You drink a lot, all right? The martini madness, like, it's it's okay. But, like, we could tell you were slurring and drunk and hammered. Clearly, you don't remember that John walked in and literally went beelining for Bethany and said she stole some name <laughs> and didn't even know about that whole situation and then was like, you can't hold down a relationship. You don't know what love, like, in her face. You don't remember that. Like, you were wasted. He beelined so, for her with like a satchel of like skinny cow cheeses that he had. It's like a thing. He's like, I have these skinny cow. You stole this name. And then she's like, Nestle bought that. He's like, all right, well, I don't know about that. He's like, I don't know about business stuff. I just, I just, I just thought about it. Yeah. Like, and I follow Sam on Instagram. So I was like, that's my friend. Right. Uh, Bethany's like, you know, she, she tries to explain it. She's like, I brought something up. It was pretty mellow. Then Ramona says something that got her, and you got you mad. That dies down. And then in walks John. That proves everything I said to be true. You should have walked in and apologized to me. And Dorinda goes, well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so proud of herself. Yeah. And Bethany goes, well, then you're in denial. And Dorinda's like, here's the good news. I'm not asking for your approval or your approval. 
And then Bethany goes, your boyfriend walked in and verbally attacked me. And Dorinda goes, and I thought he was wrong for that. Bethany, so then why have you not apologized for that? Dorinda, well, I'm sorry for that. It's like, just, oh my God. We could have just got there from the beginning. And then Bethany like tricking someone into an apology is so funny. Yeah, like she she kind of guided her there. Like she kind of like, yeah. And then Bethany's like, I I thought you were going to break up with him. Dorinda, well, I didn't. (laughs) And it's over. Like she cries and she goes and she talks about how she's like, I love him. I long for him when we're not together. And then this kind of finally softens Bethany because she realizes, as she says in her confessional, she's in the cult. She's 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 drunk the Kool-Aid. She's in the cult. There's no getting her out. And what do we all know by now at this point in our lives? Once you have that friend that's in the bad relationship, you can't tell them anymore that you hate their boyfriend mm-hmm. or their girlfriend. Yeah. You have to just suck it up mm-hmm. because then they stop telling you shit. Yeah. And then you don't and know anything. It's true. And it's dangerous too, because like when uh, they break, like when they break up, you have to be careful because they may get back together. Mm-hmm. That's the worst, right? When you're like, I never yeah. fucking liked him anyway, <laughs> and then a week later, it's like, well, I got back with him. Oh, <laughs> I, cool. <laughs> I you support. Have to be so <laughs> careful, like they break up, and you're like, mm, okay. And you know the weird thing too with the uh, with Dorinda specifically is like, I. I don't think that they, well, I know Ramona used to say this a lot, that, like, I don't think the women take into account the fact that, like, she's in a really, like, vulnerable place emotionally when it comes to being in a relationship. And it's like, you know, it makes you wonder, like, how much of that was John kind of, like, taking advantage of that? And also, like, you know, her mind was just so kind of, like, like, and she says it all the time, like, I buried a guy and now I'm dating someone and I can do what the fuck I want. And if I want to be dating like the gross guy from Goodfellas that wears a pinky ring, I'm gonna. You can't, you know what I mean? And I don't know if it was that episode or the next episode, but I think either Ramona, <laughs> I'm like really bad at this, I'm sorry. I think either Ramona or Dorinda said that John was there for her, like during the yeah. passing of her husband. So like he definitely just saw a wounded little bird and was like, I'll help. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like you're totally yeah. out of my league otherwise, but. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that also, it, it's what's alarming too, because he keeps wanting to move in with Dorinda. I skipped the scene for time, but when they when Dorinda goes over to Ramona's for lunch, she talks about, mm-hmm. Dorinda talks about how Hannah, her daughter, is going to move out, and John's really pushing for moving in. And yeah, I'm bet. so glad that Dorinda never moved in with John. Because it just, it had, like, he was always really, really, really pushing for them to move in together. It's almost like she knew in in the back of her mind. Right? And it just had a feel to it that was like, why are you so fucking pushy, dude? Yeah. Like, he wanted, he, he framed it like he wanted them to be some domestic partnership that was so sweet and cozy mm-hmm. and together all the time. But I don't buy that. I don't buy it at all. I think that he saw her as a woman who, you know, would never have to work again for the rest of her life and, you know, had access to this wild amount of money that was left to her from her husband. She is a manor Uh and a gorgeous apartment in New York. Like, 
You know, this is a man who owns a dry cleaning business in Manhattan. I mean, come on. Come on now. Yeah, no, he, no, no, he's slimy and skeezy. And then yeah. when they broke up, her her reasoning for it was that he was like, um, like they had been wild and partying, and she was, and she, she didn't say it exactly like this, but I'm translating that she, that he then kept wanting to party, and she wanted to settle down and not party, but he wouldn't stop partying. Yeah. And, you know, we all kind of know that phase of our lives when you're like, you kind of met that friend that you only really hung out with when you were wasted. And then you <laughs> stopped getting that wasted and were like, I have nothing in common with this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Bethany even says it at one point in her confessional. She's like, you know, she's sort of like thrilled by the life and the partying and all that. And let's face it, when you're going through your coke phase, it's hard to get out of it. Yeah, especially when you're coming out of being, like, a separate separate life, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, she was, like, a very, like, high society, nose up in the air, charity event mm-hmm. lady. She was a lady, mm-hmm. you know? And she had to, like, be a lady for her husband. And now she can, like, be wild and, like, be in this, like, Sid and Nancy, Whitney and Bobby thing. Like, I kind of get it, <laughs> you know? And, you said Whitney and Bobby thing. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that comparison. Because it's Wait, very bad. Do you remember there's a there? It's a couple seasons later. There's a scene where Dorinda finds a letter that Richard had written her, and she reads it, and it's a okay. In the letter, he's like, "I'm watching you sleep, and I'm letting you. I'm letting you sleep soundly. I'm sorry that we that you were angry tonight." Uh, but I know the best thing to do is to let you let you sleep it off or something. And I was like, hold on. In my head, I was like, wait, did she like get wasted and fight with him too? And she's <laughs> just like, re- like leaving out all those things in her mind. Like in my head, I was like, I would bet money that Dorinda was a fucking nightmare even with oh, yes. Richard. But he just For wasn't sure. a nightmare back. The right? martini fights. The right? martini fights were a like, plenty. She was reading it like it was a sweet thing, but like the context of it, I was like, "Wait, he was talking about how they had fought viciously the night that night, and then he's just <laughs> and he's just letting her sleep it off." He's like, "Please do not wake up. Please, <laughs> please stay asleep for a full eight hours. I need a break." <laughs> writing it all quietly, like, "Well, I'm just gonna let you sleep because." You are a nightmare otherwise. Um, all right. Well, that's the end of that episode. Wasn't that a fun little journey? That was very fun. That was it's like, n- it's a fun time to revisit in Housewives. It's it's the glory days, you know? Yeah. So I'm launching my Patreon uh, com- this coming Monday, and I'm going to be doing just the Bravo jams on it. Like, I'm just going to, like, cherry pick. Mm, all... That's fun. I know. I know. So it's going to be all just, like, vintage recap. So this is just another, another little tease. And so for the listeners and the watchers, this episode's actually going to even be available on Beyond the Blinds feed because they're the shit. And they are going to – I don't even know why you guys are so nice for doing that. But <laughs> I don't understand it. I mean, first of all, Emily, you're really funny. I've been dying laughing this whole time with you and Troy, but also I really think it'll be nice for our listeners to like, just hear us have fun. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Our, our no, episodes this can is, be rough. 
You know, I don't. I really don't think that. But I listened to your Kim Kardashian one, and I was like, "This is good." <laughs> I, I felt like it was raw. Is that like a good? Is that like a good way to describe it? It was raw. Yeah, and we have done blinds for the Richard sisters. Yeah, New that one York was good too. And, and Beverly Hills. So. Yeah, no, yeah, they get, yeah, no, I, I can see what you mean. Blinds are tough, though, you know, they can, I can see, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I get it. It can get, get dark side. It can get a little dark, I get it, but, and believe me, so can this, okay? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if I've recovered from the Richard Sisters episode. When Troy told me, I'm like, oh, this will be fun, and by oh. the end, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> The Richard, no, that is not going to be a fun time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Never. No. That's like one of those layers and layers of darkness where you're like, oh my God, what? That can't, I mean, yeah, no, that's not going to be fun. No, this past season of Beverly Hills took a long time to recover from. They're like, and even after it was over, like the season was over, there kept being more and more like news stories. That I, and I was like, I'm done. I actually yeah. cannot absorb any more Beverly Hills content. Oh like, my it, God. I'm like, please. Please, enough. Like, we please put a bookmark on this and just be done with it. Exactly. So, yes, I can. But, like, this shit's just light. Like, we can't get mad yeah. at old fun shit. So, you know what? That's what this Patreon's going to be about, everybody. But, yeah, this one will be up on the regular feed for everybody and also up on their feed. And so, in case you guys don't know, can you tell them where they can find you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we do have Beyond the Blinds on Instagram. It's private for our own protection, even that. though we let anyone in. Um, and then <laughs> for me on Instagram, I'm Laguna underscore Biatch. And on Twitter, it's Laguna Biatch IG. Love it. And I am Dunzo Pod on the internet. And yeah, follow us. We're fun. And Dunzo Pod on Spotify. Yes. And all the things. Spotify, and all the things. Spotify. iTunes. All the pods Stitcher, and all that stuff. stuff. I'll link, yeah. I'll link everything in all the descriptions and whatnot so you guys can find them easily, but I'm sure you already know who they are. So anyway, bye guys. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.